0: clicking my link to listen to my podcast Um, as usual I am actually sitting outside of my home and I am using this platform to the best of my ability It, it just launched about a week ago though I've been compiling interviews for the past couple of months I just decided to start releasing and putting them out about a week ago I like things that I partake in and things that I do and ventures that I choose to put out (laughs) or creative projects I choose to put out to be organic. I don't like to put out anything that's too perfect. I like the humanness of what I do to be transparent to people who support um, the venture to people who are interested in what I have to say or what I have to do. so, today um, I am going to be briefly talking about the SARS, um, the issue of SARS in Nigeria and police brutality in general that blacks uh, face around the world. Um, the issue with Nigeria is so multi dimensional. Um, I think that SARS. Um, And and let me just put this on the record before I continue uh, with this dialogue. Um, All these views are my own. Um, I feel like any Nigerian, whether they are in Nigeria, in the UK, in Canada, in the US, in Switzerland, in France, is as Nigerian as anyone who lives in Nigeria. I do understand the... I do understand the I do understand the responsibilities and the easiness that comes with being a Nigerian overseas. I do understand the benefits that come with being a Nigerian living overseas, um, and. Experiencing the aestheticness of being Nigerian without living through the daily horrors or the daily pains that Nigerians face back home I was in Nigeria for the first time um, for the first time last year and in, in a number of years um, and I spent three months and I absolutely loved it I did not want to come back to the States um, In the space, in the context of of how I was there, I did understand my privilege of knowing that I could leave Um, I did understand the privilege of knowing that I was there in the comfort of being on the island and having uncles and aunts and uh, father and grandparents who are comfortable. And I did understand that my reality of being in Lagos was different from the reality of the everyday Nigerian. So that's just on the record. Um, I recognize um, my privilege and um, my passion has always been, and I believe for the rest of my life will always be allocating resources in the West to help the economic development and the disparities that Africa faces. Whether it's in education, whether it's in food scarcity, whether it's in women empowerment, that is what my that's what my passion is. So, with that being said, there are a couple things I do want to touch on. Um, I'm learning every day. Um, but with the information that I do have, I do feel like I have a platform with which I can also raise awareness. Um, so the SARS movement, uh, what is it about? Uh, for those who are not Nigerian, um, or for those who may be Black, um, living in the States, police brutality, um, has been an issue here in America. It's an issue back home in in Nigeria. Um, excusing the, the, the concept of black on black crime, the majority of where the issue stems from, um, looking at both sides has to do with the um, Let's say if you're young and you have, I'm gonna give uh, plenty examples. You're a young man, you have dreads, you have earrings, you're walking down the streets, you could be criminalized just for dreads or earrings. You're in tech and you have a laptop and you're walking down the street or driving, you could be criminalized for owning a laptop because they may think you are a Yahoo boy. And that is also known as a scammer. You could just be driving and not fall into in any of those boxes and still be criminalized and um, jailed or killed. So pretty much um, it's just existing. Um, it's really up to the disparency of the officer or whoever stops you as to what your fate will be. With that being said, there are other issues that Nigerians are also facing. Going abroad studying and then coming back home can't find a job. Not having 24/7 electricity, not having clean water, um, um, the the high cost of living without um, the resources to live. So. I personally feel that there has been so many different frustrations that have led to this point and people are tired. And when you feel like you have nothing to lose and when you feel like you have nothing to live for and when you see people who are in office or people in power, cruising, um, which is my favorite term right now, cruising, literally just living life as if nothing is happening. Um, You have to expect that there's going to be some tipping point. And so that's currently what's happening back home. That's what people are protesting. But outside of that, there's so many different issues (laughs) that simultaneously exist in Nigeria. I feel that for people who are living outside of Nigeria who are Nigerians I personally stand on the side that you should use your platform to speak out. I feel that if you are of age you should be researching on what is going on in your country. I did unfollow many people who did not speak out um especially many influences who thrive and make money and profit off of the aesthetic of being nigeria in modern day where it is now cool to be nigerian and make money off of that aesthetic but couldn't speak out on uh the killings of their people back home i feel like as a nigerian wherever you are in the world you should want to see a better nigerian nigeria if not for yourself but for your children i feel that there's so many different ways to be a part of social movements, a part of political movements, especially in 2020, you don't even have to be physically there. If you are physically there and you can't protest, that's great. If you are in a city that's having a protest, you can go, but you can also use your social media. If you don't want to use your social media, you can also donate. If you don't want to donate, you can also inform, you can sign a petition. There's so many different Ways to be of support <laughs> to issues going on um, in the world. Um, the multi, the multidimensionality of being black <laughs> and being African um, in the world is exhausting. I feel as though police brutality protests just kind of not necessarily ended here Um, they have kind of stopped being as exposed in the US and officers weren't charged for the record Brianna Taylor was murdered by police in the US and so were countless other black um, citizens of the United States and you see the same thing um, back home in Nigeria so it's it's really sad Um, it's it's really disappointing. It's really depressing Um, and it's really disheartening to see people care more about their aesthetic than um, than people dying. Um, It's very disappointing. Uh, I want to encourage anyone who is listening if you can't do anything else to research how black people are being treated around the world, to research how black people are being treated, not just in Nigeria, Nigeria's at the forefront right now, but not just in Nigeria, um, all of Africa. I was fortunate enough to have two parents that from a young age had my brothers and I watch movies like Sarafina, watch documentaries on African figures like Stephen Biko, Um, Nelson Mandela. I was fortunate enough to be brought up in a home where my mother told us countless stories about our grandparents and um, the Biafran War and so I grew up having kind of a, a background and knowledge of the importance of social and political advocacy for your people not everyone is fortunate like that then I also went to a HBCU where African American history was mandatory as a freshman where you marched to the polls with students when it was time to vote um, where certain things were just normal we had people like John Lewis come to campus we saw pictures of our founder with notable figures like MLK and so I want to encourage everyone who is listening to this podcast to research, to become educated, to find how you want to utilize your voice um, to spread awareness, how you want to utilize your platform, what kind of legacy you want to leave as a human being concerning issues of your people. If you are Black, if you are Mexican, if you are from the Middle East, if you just wholeheartedly care about people who are being oppressed. Um, With my different ventures and different things that I do, I have felt very uncomfortable posting about anything else outside of the plight of Black people, especially in 2020, COVID has hit Black people in America at disproportionate rates. Um, uh, It's affecting so many, there are just so many different I, I, don't, I wouldn't if I if I listed how 2020 has hit the black community, not just in America and abroad, we would be here forever. Um, but there are ways you can help. There are ways you can you can do something. So I am still learning every day how to use my voice, how to use my privilege, how to use my resources. Um, I'm never ashamed to post a million times on Instagram, to post a million times on Twitter. I have no shame when it comes to the the plight of black people. I have no shame at all. Um, I will post and post and post and post when it's not cool, um, when it's cool, when it's trending and when it's not trending. Um, And I just wanna encourage everyone else, especially Nigerians who are abroad who benefit from the coolness, the Davido fall, and all these different things, who are so proud when it's Independence Day and the Shade Room post. So also speak up for your people. It's supposed, you can post, it's lit, like y'all, it's literally as simple as clicking that arrow and like sharing that's literally and I'm bullying like I really hope when people see me post they start to reconsider why they're not posting or even if you're not doing it on a public platform why they're not researching I want you to feel bad like I want you to feel uncomfortable at the images I share I want you to I want you to know what is going on that is the purpose of my platform Um, I don't need to necessarily especially during this time to be posting Um, just things that don't things that are not of any value. And so I guess that's my little 15 minute rant. I think I'm going to have sessions on this platform, depending on what's going on in the world that are different from interviews that are just 15 minute rants. So this is my 15 minute rant and and power to the people.